Hey Town Meeting listeners, Jess here, jumping in quickly before the episode to let you know that we are planning to have a live stream on Saturday, May 20th, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, to wrap up Season 3. So mark those calendars and keep an ear out for more details. We're hoping to offer some more fun, diverse content as we jump into Season 4, whether that's uh, casual Gilmore Girls chats, Jackbox Games nights, cozy Stardew Valley streams and just other chances for the town meeting community to come together and have some fun outside the boundaries of the podcast. So more details to follow next week. And as always, head over to our Instagram for the most up-to-date info about all things town meeting. That's at town meeting pod on Instagram. And I will let you get back to the episode. Happy finale! Hey, this is Sandra. This is Jess. And this is Emily, and you are listening to Town Meeting, a Gilmore Girls Rewatch podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the season finale of season three. Those are strings, Pinocchio. We're here. We We're made at it this the end far. Of the we did it. Jess is here this time. I'm oh, back. That's yes. funny because Jess also leaves this time. Oh, yeah. Different Jess. <laughs> well, to be fair, that Jess. You've traded one Jess for another. Time. And we just saw his his adventures mm-hmm. elsewhere. Mm. So, this episode is a big episode, guys. It's the season finale. Rory graduates. Yeah, we're done mm-hmm. with Chilton. Which, doesn't it feel like we just it got here? It kind of does, yeah. It feels like we've been doing this my entire life. And yet, somehow, also, <laughs> how did we get here so fast? You know right? what I mean? Part yeah. of me is like, oh no, we're never ever gonna see Chilton again. And I'm like, oh right, a year in the life came out, and I'm still not sure if I if I consider <laughs> that canon or not. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't believe that we're about to start season four, aka my favorite season. There. And I'm like, I'm so worried that I'm gonna watch it now and be like, ooh, this is not my favorite season. But we will <laughs> get to that actually. Um. <laughs> We have to get through this episode first, so let's jump into that. All right, so we begin this episode with the troubadour. Where has he Hiding? been? I feel like we haven't seen him for, like, Did we, half of a season. We saw him at the beginning of the season, and then he took a vacation, maybe? I feel like this episode has yeah. a lot of moments of, like, bringing back yeah. um, aspects of mm-hmm. past seasons or even episodes, the pilot especially. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There are a bunch yeah. of throwbacks to the pilot. Well, so Lorelai and Rory are schlepping their giant European backpacking backpacks around town to get some practice. Um, and, of course, they make a stop at Luke's because they've overpacked and they're exhausted. 
And uh, Luke is immediately like, don't do that in my <laughs> don't take business. Don't like, yeah. take off her boots. He walks in. She tries to take no. off her boots. Apparently, they drop the backpacks in front of the door. Just yeah, because he has to slide them over. Yep. He's like, um, are you going to move those? Anytime I watch this episode, the, the thing that sticks out the most is Lorelai's hair. Uh, how great it looks. How great it looks, but also it's like a shade lighter. Oh, mm, um, so it, yeah, it just looks great. I, just I mean, love, honestly, this I just episode, wave. she looks great. She does. But I mean, it's a finale. Rory mm-hmm. also looks great in this entire episode. Um, but they stop at Luke's, and we learn that Luke and Nicole are actually also headed on a vacation. They're going on a cruise. They're going on a like a road trip. Yeah. Across- Canada and then to Alaska. That's like one of my favorite cruises that I want to do. Like that's a cruise on my cruise to do list. Would be my Alaska. grandma and grandpa went on an Alaskan cruise. They loved I it. I loved it. They loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mine did too. But then I also had a a coworker who recently went on an Alaskan cruise and ended up getting like really Ooh, bad food poisoning, it's... which has nothing to do yeah. with the cruise or Alaska. Um, but she was like, that was awful, and I'll never do a cruise again. See, so my problem is own. I would have to travel to Seattle, and that's such a long trip. Mm-hmm. Right, so you're already paying $600 just for the flight. Mm-hmm. And then the yeah, cruise? Yeah, true. Yeah, Can't the cruise was an anniversary gift, and since my mom's a flight attendant, uh, my grandma and grandpa are on her benefits, so they were able to get out there Very jealous. for super cheap. Oh, nice. Yeah. For me, it's just a couple Yeah, whatever, Jess. And yet I've never done it. <laughs> well, um, Lorelai instantly can't help but tease Luke about going on a cruise. Um, and it, it kind of rubs Luke the wrong way it gets a him, bit. We'll learn more about that later. But why do you think Lorelai brought it up? Like, do you think she's jealous? Do you think that she's just trying to be a friend? <sighs> I mean, I think that this is just how she communicates. I just, with him. I think she's just, you know, messing like, with them, yeah. Because mm-hmm. especially at the end of the, yeah. at the end of this episode, and we'll get there obviously, but he starts to say that he doesn't know if he's gonna go, and she talks him into going. Like, no, you should go. So Do I don't think, think it's a jealousy thing. Yeah. Do we think right Lorelai right now has feelings for Luke, mm-hmm. or they're just complicated? Is is it? A, it's complicated situation. Complicated. I think it's yeah. just complicated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but she teases him because she says that going on a trip like this is mm-hmm. a big commitment. Um, which, I mean, I guess it is. I think it's more like being willing to go on a long road trip and then an additional vacation with someone mm-hmm. is a commitment. I don't think it's like a relationship commitment. You know? Like, that's it doesn't feel like as big of a romantic gesture to me as I, I feel think like she takes he it. already made the commitment when he met her. Nicole's parents obviously had that whole mm. blow up, mm-hmm. but then promised to meet them next time they're in town, which they know is going to be at least months away. So it feels like Luke and Nicole have already had the, like, we're committed to each other conversation. So at this point, mm-hmm. this shouldn't be a huge thing. But Lorelai kind of yeah. makes it a huge thing, in, at least in his mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, she's like... His closest friend. So if she says something, he usually kind of takes real. it to heart. Is it just that she's his closest friend, or does Luke have feelings for Lorelai? 
I mean, I would say that it's a little mm-hmm. bit implied at the end of this episode. A little um, bit? But again, it's complicated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nobody says anything yeah. outright, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's all subtext. Um, but we find out that Luke is going to graduation, which is very sweet and a really great example of Luke being like a very positive male you know, figure in Rory's life. On this. He says, I feel like I've gone through this whole Chilton thing with you. I mean, Rory, how? yeah. He kind of has. Rory's how? there every night eating. Um, yeah. She does her homework there. I mean, we gotta see. He was, we gotta assume like that she was her. there a lot with Jess. But I mean, remember like the first day of Chilton when Lorelai goes to Luke's in her outfit and he's like, you can't wear that to Chilton. <laughs> like, He's been there through all the ups and downs, and he hears about her homework. Like, I think it's kind of, he's kind of been in it because Lorelai has drugged That's him fair. into That's it. Fair. I just felt like he's he's more of a, a bystander than inclusive in the whole experience. I love that he's going. I think it's incredibly sweet, especially since somebody else in a father figure role mm. does not show up. Uh, I was just but, curious like, what I you guys' thoughts like, were there. Yeah. I would rather Luke, or I would think Luke would go before Jackson goes. You know what I mean? But Jackson yeah. still went. But like Luke is much mm-hmm. more important to Rory than Jackson. I mean, last time we saw Jackson and Rory yeah. interact, uh, isn't yeah, that when he's yelling at, her, yeah. yelling at her for <laughs> <Lorelai's> birthday party? <sighs> yeah. Well, in a strange twist, the girls are actually not hungry don't order anything, and just leave their backpacks at Luke's to pick up later. Which, them walking out and, like, trying to get each other to carry each other, I always love that scene. Hmm. You carry me. No, you carry me. Yeah. You carry me. <laughs> we head on over to the Dragonfly, um, where Luke is doing an inspection. So this is kind of interesting. We go from, like, a Luke scene to a Luke scene, um, but he's doing an inspection and um, kind of looking the building over because we're still planning mm-hmm. on buying it, right? It's kind of up for grabs. They've talked to the lawyer. This is potentially really happening. And Luke does some Luke speak. <laughs> well, it's not, what does he say? It's not too it's not terrible. Too bad, yeah. or it's not too yeah. bad. So it's yeah. not too good. So they continue to panic. Yep. And Kirk. Here's another mm-hmm. job for the job <laughs> chart for Kirk is a mold inspector. And is terrified of finding mold. Lorelai tells him not to look too hard. No, which, look fine no. hard. You need to look so also, hard yeah. for mold. I, I get wanting to know if there is mold in there, but we see this place go down to the absolute studs. Like, you need to know protection-wise yeah. when the crew is in there doing demo, I guess, but, like... If it's inside the walls, you're not going to see it until you break into it either way, so. <laughs> and then they will see it, because they do take um, everything down. Yeah, also, but I mean. another complete side issue. How is this building completely almost tumbling down and the roof is fine? Roofs are 10 to 20 years. The things. roof is fine. The floors are fine. A couple of shingles have come off. That roof should like, need replaced. Luke even says... It's a steal. And they're so excited. Which, I, I, it just, it's magical. The Dragonfly Inn is magical, essentially. There's no other way that this thing can stand and be as nice as it is for as long as it's mm-hmm. sat vacant. If it's, if it's been long enough for the shutters to be literally falling off the 
like the side of the house. I just don't see how the mm-hmm. roof can be fine. I get the floors. <laughs> they need to refinish. They need to resand it. I've seen yeah. HGTV. That's fine. But the roof is exterior. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I guess maybe the implication is like the hinges rusted off before the wood rotted away. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not quite sure about that one. But I'm done. What I My am, rant's over. Um, one thing that Luke does mention is that in four to five months, you can potentially open. Right. So within half a year, they can open this place. That's assuming also like three months of those. Lorelai's out of the country. Yeah. And I know that there has to be like a good amount of paperwork involved with like starting Mm -hmm. a business as well. And I mean, obviously, we have the foresight to know all of the nonsense that goes on with Taylor. So like, there's a lot of permitting and stuff that is also required to take a dilapidated mm-hmm. building and turn it into mm-hmm. a tourist destination. So I think that maybe, much like our lawyer friend at the funeral, Luke shouldn't really say these things, <laughs> yeah, it's, right? The lawyer shouldn't say, oh, yeah, it's the check yours. clears, it's all yours. And Luke shouldn't say, yeah, it's great. In four or five months, you can have well, an to be fair, yeah. <laughs> These people are not I the ones who Luke's should say that. the implication and what he's saying is, hey, four to five months after you start construction, like this, this whole mm-hmm. project can be done in four to five months to get it up to where you want it to be. So I don't think Luke's taking into yeah. account, you know, the time when Lorelai's out of town, getting the permits, all the pre-work that would have to be done. Um yeah, getting designers to come in, sourcing all of yeah. the decor. Yeah, there's the a lawyer, lot however, should this. know. <laughs> getting new staff because, for well, the Independence Inn is going whatever. But also, like, <laughs> she can't poach her old staff. Mm-mm, at this no. point, no, she so, can't. Hmm. Also, I would also react like Kirk if I saw a mouse. Um, We... Head over to Chilton for our next scene, where it's time for the senior video. Uh, and apparently, this is like a... I didn't have this in my school. No. Sandra, did you have one? Okay. I thought maybe mm-hmm. it was a private school thing. It's a senior video. It seems like all the seniors are getting like three minutes to record a message. Um, this honestly kind of feels very like early yeah. aughts. You know, like something about like recording a video diary, so, like um, you know. I know neither very... of you guys watch One Tree Hill, but One Tree Hill also had a time capsule kind of situation. I ended very differently. People who know know, um, but <laughs> um, yeah, it was like a thing in TV shows to show this like video diary. Never yeah. did one. I love how Louise I'm... was just like just panned down my body. <laughs> yes which i mean it's very um more rose right like take those photos Mm -hmm. now because well not when you're in high school because you're a child and that's bad um but like you know appreciate yourself Mm -hmm. madeline madeline never a better time time. continues doesn't even sit down louise doesn't get her pan because paris comes over and shoes them both out yeah they literally don't even get to, like, no, speak really. at all. So Paris gets her full six minutes that and she this requires. Is, well, this and- is really all we're going to get of Madeline Louise. Like, we get another little shot of them later on. 
Mm-hmm. But goodbye, Madeline and Louise. We don't hey, see well, you. We'll see yeah, you in well, season yeah, one more. But two, yeah. two little things. Yeah. So they show up at the uh, like beginning school Yale party. Girls in bikinis and boys doing that the twist. The, that's the one. That's yeah. when I remember. And then, them. and then the spring break episode. They that's I think that's the spring break episode. That's the spring break. They break do show up. They yeah. show up twice. Yeah, they do show up. Um, when Paris is trying to get Rory to open the door for the like the start of the year party, mm. they show up for like oh it's like a, wow a okay. ten second cameo, and then they're gone. That's it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't even remember that. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see that, but. They are here. Paris is here. And everybody keeps calling this poor boy. He Asian. has to have a name, right? Like, come on. I looked him up just in case he was like a hidden guest star that I needed to look up. And he's literally uh, titled, casted as AV Geek. Well, he's like, not he does not have a name anything in the credits else. either. Yeah. Yeah. He is not from oh. an episode of Pete and Pete. What we do find out, though, is Paris is okay with Rory being a valedictorian. And uh, Paris likes uh, to to kick Rory when she's down. Well, yes, that too. Well, up. Let's bring her down. Yeah. (laughs) There's some major foreshadowing, guys, about valedictorians and how they don't actually succeed Mm -hmm. and how blah, blah, blah. Paris specifically mentions Ivy League valedictorians. Mm -hmm. So do you think Mm -hmm. she's putting Chilton in that Ivy League valedictorian, like, status? Because... I hear I mean, it's yeah. essentially like an Ivy yeah, like a prep, prep school. I just I think Ivy League, and I automatically think the colleges. I don't think the high schools. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, Paris is trying to use uh, facts to throw Rory off her game, but in a friendly way, or, in like the most friendly way Paris way is Paris capable can. of. Yeah, you know? yeah. So uh, we find out that Rory is doing the speech. Mm-hmm. Paris is not doing the speech, but Paris in the end gets her own speech because she's the student no, she body president. The Pledge of so... Allegiance. Or the Pledge of Allegiance, yes. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Although yeah, I so would hate she, to do that. So does she? Does she... <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> All right. So we go over to another inn, the Independence Inn, where they have one single mm-hmm. guest. Just one. Uh, and Michelle and Suki are kind of going crazy. Michelle is doing towels. For the one guest, which he thinks is kind of icky because then you know exactly who the towels belong to. I'm with Michelle on this. Um, I could go either way. I mean, Mm. but like, sometimes the known is better than the unknown. No, sometimes the unknown is better than the known. I I like the unknown of just, this is just a (laughs) random group of towels and I don't know what has or has not happened to any of these towels and I'm Mm -hmm. fine with that. And you just pick up, scoop, and you put it where it goes. Picking up a specific person's used towel, I have no idea why. It's just there's an ick factor to it. I get it, Michelle. Regardless, um, Suki doesn't have a kitchen. Yeah, Suki's out on the in the front desk, right? So here's the thing, right? They don't have a kitchen, and they don't why have a kitchen. Why is she there? Exactly. Technically speaking, Suki should have been furloughed. Yeah, I mean, or at least her hours mm-hmm. cut significantly. I assume that she's probably salaried. Um, I assume that all three of the remaining staff here mm-hmm. are salaried because of their, like, high-ranking yeah. positions. Um, but it does make you wonder. Obviously, I want Suki to have money. Yeah. Of course. I love Suki. 
Um, but no, I, I thought about that too, as they sat there with a single guest, I was like, okay, this feels like, yeah, and talked about him. him. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and one of the other issues is that John is here. John, quote, the owner's son. We've never heard of before. Okay. I guess we don't say Mia's name anymore. We'll never hear about again. No, we will. Mia. Mia, yes. John, no. John, no. Yes. John's not even at Mia's wedding. <laughs> John yeah. even, I was going to say, geez. Um, we get a little bit more background on Michelle, which is he wanted to be great. He says, he, well, he says I should have stuck he, with football. He wanted to be a footballer. Wait, no, it's the mom opposite. His mom wanted him to this be a opposite. dancer. His mom wanted him to play football. He wanted to dance. Yeah. Oh. And okay. football, I'm assuming, is soccer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I According to Suki, yeah, he dances like a dancing. duck or something. Yeah. But the end's <laughs> not doing too well. Uh, because, so John is here. He's walking around with a lot of people in business suits. And they all look concerned. And Lorelai's like, it's well, fine. First, They're just first Lorelai around. has to come in and it's break fine. up whatever is happening between Michelle and Suki. Yes. Which is some of their nicer yes. squabbling. Right? We're not nearly as antagonistic as we were this even just at the feels beginning like banter. of this season. It doesn't feel like fighting. Yes. This feels like we are the last the last ones aboard this ship. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> we're kind of stuck in it together. Yep. But uh, before John tells us the news, Lorelai gets a call from Emily and Richard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Emily calls. By the way, Richard is also on the phone. Who knew? Um, and they're calling about... <laughs> Emily asks, hey, are we going to sit together? And I'm not going to lie. I would 100% do Lorelai's reaction. Well, mm. Emily says... Uh, yeah, right? Well... Hmm. Emily says, how's it going to work? Right? Yeah. As in, like, we have a problem right now. So how are we going to address that problem? But also not address the problem. Emily, you know? you're the only person with a problem at mm-hmm. this point. Like, mm-hmm. Lorelai's been trying to fix things. Yeah. Emily continues to make right. it a problem. She just doesn't. She doesn't want to admit that she is in the wrong, no. which of course she doesn't. Em- Emily's very prideful. Emily That's her ever whole thing. That she's in the wrong. Well, it's the other thing. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> the other thing that the grandparents have or have to say in this conversation is they have a gift for Rory, or an idea. An they idea. Run it by. Yes. Which, okay, I think that this is really, I know that they're in a bad place right now, but the fact that they run the idea of buying Rory a car past Lorelai instead of just doing it is a, I think, a show of Mm -hmm. respect that is much needed. That wouldn't have been shown a couple seasons ago. Right. But Mm -hmm. then Lorelai says, yeah, that's great. It'll be like a gift for me too. And they both look crestfallen like, (laughs) wait. No, we didn't want to make you happy too, just Rory. It, it's it's almost like again, like mm-hmm. caricature-ish. Like, oh no, the villains have been foiled. Like, come on, guys, make it easier for me to right? root for you. You don't hate your daughter. We know you don't hate your daughter. We know that everything you do, as misguided as it is, is for the most part out of love. Why would you want to be yeah. disappointed that she's happy about this gift? I get why, like, I don't get why Emily's disappointed, but, like, 
Emily is Emily. But why is Richard disappointed? Like, he has no uh, yeah. stake in this conversation <laughs> at all. And he's also like, oh, he's usually you will also be happy. He's usually right? so oblivious. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. But in the end, when I was like, yeah, get her a car. It'll make it easier for her to come visit me. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. I mean, that's what I got for my college graduation. Nice. I got a car. Was my car a brand new Prius? No. My car was a 2001 Volkswagen, and I graduated in 2015. You do the math. She's old, but she still <laughs> I runs. Two, I got a, it wasn't for graduation. It was for my senior year of high school. Um, but I got a 2001 Dodge Stratus. I graduated in 2007, so it would have only been like a five-year-old car. And we end this phone call, and it's time to talk mm-hmm. to John, because John has come over to grab something out of a drawer. And at first, I, I didn't thought recognize he was the that John was yeah. John. Right? I was like, right. damn, the guests are getting well, real comfy. The only one there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it is John. He's grabbing something out of a drawer. And Lorelai pulls him over to just be like, hey, I've been lying to my staff. I've been lying to myself, too. What's going on? And John's like, we have to shut down more rooms. Yep. Only leaving two open. Uh, yep. And, I mean, I think at that point, we can all kind of see the writing mm-hmm. on the wall. You can't run an inn. You can't even run a bed and breakfast with two no, rooms. No, it's an Airbnb. And you don't even have a, catch, a kitchen. Which right. didn't exist then. <laughs> right? As far as I know. Like, at that point, the cost to even staff the desk it's just, yeah. is prohibitive. I mean, like, it's not, realistically, not reasonable. you have a um, concierge that we know studied at a $75,000 Mm-hmm. A year school and a mm-hmm. chef who is a master, like a master chef, chef, yeah, Michelin star chef. And what you're paying them the same salary for two rooms on top of that, probably discounted rooms because of the current state mm-hmm. of the inn. Which, so say yeah. these are two to three hundred dollar rooms, and I'm I'm thinking like. I don't know if, like, somewhere in between then and today's numbers, normally two to $300. These rooms are probably $100 or less a night. Mm-hmm. And you have to have a 24-hour yeah. staff. And you have all of the yeah. overhead, mm-hmm. right? Like, you have to pay for the upkeep of the building and the utilities. It just, Not... as much as it hurts, like, I understand why John yeah. is there. I understand why those guys are there, and I understand what happens in the next scene. Because we go over to Suki and Jackson's house, where they're just hanging out on the couch. Again, I love, 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 <laughs> whenever we just get, like, a little moment of anybody who's not the Gilmore Girls mm-hmm. existing. They're, they're, they're so they're adorable. Lives. They have lives. They do things. Um, but here comes Lorelai, pounding on the door to celebrate. Yay! Oh my gosh, how exciting. She's got champagne. She's got Martinelli's. Which they don't call by name because apparently maybe they couldn't get the Martinelli's sparkling juice. So, Either way, it's okay, Martinelli's. I need to talk about this scene. Um, did you guys watch the WB live? Like it doesn't not even Gilmore Girls, like other shows, other shows, yeah, Buffy maybe. or Dawson's or something, right? I'm sure so I watched. So they used to yeah. do promos that were like crazy and then you watch the episode and it's nothing like that and i remember oh, yeah. this promo being the moment <laughs> where in the end lorelei's like don't get engaged spoiler 
um, Mm -hmm. with we're celebrating. Right. That's the promo to that episode. Mm. That is not what happened. (laughs) That is not what happened. That was clickbait. They were doing clickbait for the television. Um, So that's the only reason I can think of of this like celebrating thing because it's just kind of shitty. I, yes, because it's, it's a, it's a bait and switch. It's a bait and switch. It's also, I think, her doing everything she can to let down her pregnant best friend who's about to be unemployed in the most Lorelai like, it's way. it's one of those things, I say this for, like, myself a lot, like, I'm gonna laugh about this situation, because if I don't, I'm going to cry. And that's what this feels like. Yes. This feels like protecting herself, trying to protect Suki of, instead of just deep, like, diving down into how horrible this is, let's try to look on the upside. It is most definitely a bait and switch, though. Yes. And I also understand Suki is Lorelai's best friend. Right, they're best friends. Mm-hmm. They're doing this together. Jackson is also a friend, but like, can you imagine your employer firing you this way? Because essentially, that's what she's doing. Yeah, I'm she is telling Suki, "Your job is terminated." She made the professional calls to everybody else, but wanted to give Suki the respect of telling her in person. I don't know. I personally is... yeah, will cause... say respect is in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so mine. you know, what we're all, we what we've all essentially said without saying is that Lorelai has come over to give both Suki and Jackson the news that um John is shutting the inn down. Did they it's kick the done. guest out? Just was he staying longer? I think maybe he <laughs> I bet that he checked out and they That's were like, it. "Okay, yeah. there's nobody else on the books. We're done." Um I like to think that they kicked him out. Like, hey, we're going to close down. We need you to go. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to get some severance pay, and then they are out of a job. And it's one of those, like, slow realizations where Suki's like, oh. And then Jackson is also like, oh, I'm also losing right here as Mm -hmm. your produce guy. Losing an account. Yeah, everybody's going to be hit by this. And keeps going and keeps going. And by the way. that moment. Well, at least you can still get the dragonfly. This will let you have more time to do the dragonfly, right? About that. Right? Nope. No. I didn't get financial aid for Yale, and I don't have an income, so can't do that either. And Jess, we did spend way too much time, probably time that was cut from the episode, uh, talking, about, yeah, <laughs> talking about the financial aid stuff that does not make sense because... Yeah. You, it wouldn't make sense for getting seventy five thousand this year affecting this year tax year. It would affect the following year, mm. if anything, right? Um, but also, the letter should not have come from Yale. It, that too, it's FAFSA. Not yeah, should have come FASFA. from <laughs> yeah. But um, we have we me and Emily discussed this to death last week. Um, Truth. But yeah, they can't do the dragonfly because. She doesn't have the money. Well, she doesn't have a stable job anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. I mean, they Mm-mm. don't have income. Like, how can they do this? Uh, and because previously their plan had been, hey, we can put an offer in and then we can give enough notice to the independents for them to be able so to replace us. Realistically, we will have our income while we are doing this. And now they have no income. 
Lorelai has I would, no money because now she I has would to pay for Yale. For at and least like... Lorelai and Suki, the severance package is decent. But I, I don't think, think so too. I I don't think it would make up for that much lost income though. The thing is, if it was coming from Mia, I'd be like, oh, the girls are gonna be set. They're gonna get the coziest severance package that they're legally allowed to. But mm-hmm. it's John. With a pod full of Armani suits. Yeah. Who is John? <laughs> John who doesn't care that Lorelai grew up here. Rory mm-hmm. grew so up here. The one thing though is going back to the severance package. The severance package should allow you the space in order to get a new job. Mm-hmm. Right? And it kind of seems mm-hmm. like later on we see Suki already pushing for that, right? But Lorelai has this trip, right? And it's like, it's so awkward because she can't find a new job because she has a three-month trip that she's going on. I mean, it, but it doesn't, it doesn't even get brought up. I will never understand, and it's all because it's, you know, TV magic. I will never understand why the thought of not going to Europe right now ever came up. Oh, like, I don't think they do would it ever next do summer. that. No, but... This was like a graduation gift that they've been thinking about for like 15 years. I know, but realistically, you just found out your daughter's not getting financial aid for college. You just lost your job. Your only option, your only plan at this point was to start a new end that now you don't even have the finances for that to do. I hear you, know you what? Emily. I'm so sorry. But this in is the real world. Life. Like I said, t- it's TV magic yeah. that it e- like that thought didn't even come up. I don't even think it's TV magic. I think it's Lorelai. I don't think Lorelai would have allowed that. She has too much pride, right? And to think, yeah, and much she like wouldn't go to Rory and be like, hey, bud, we're going to have to do this next year. It's frustrating because she should have if she was a, a mature adult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which we do have that little uh suki like yay moment that is in the opening credits that i always think of this scene now every time i'll well, not now but i don't know why i think she looks so great in the scene um but after suki's we do get to the town square or i'm sorry to a town meeting um taylor has lost the attention of everybody in this room everyone's so bored about this would convert it to a town bylaw instead of something else, which I immediately lost interest in. He calls for a vote. There's no reaction. Last week we talked about the fact, or two weeks ago rather, um, about the fact that maybe town meetings are only for business partners or business oh, owners. Oh, yes, because we had that that message from mm-hmm. um, Vanessa. I don't remember, but... Yes. I th- yeah, I think it was Vanessa in the email. Um, but we do see Dean, right? Mm-hmm. Dean is there paid, mm-hmm. however. We, yeah. He yes, is he is working. working. Um, would we consider Kirk a business owner? Mm. I think Kirk probably has a lot of LLCs. <laughs> You're probably in his, right. In his back pocket. Um, one of them might be Wolf Hunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Lane is there as a representative for yeah, her mom Mrs. Kim. for their business. You know, I'm just trying to like piece together who is everywhere. Like, do Babette and Maury do they like own so the cat store? So that was store? the joke that uh, Vanessa had in her message was, do they Maybe sell they salty own... nuts? 
Yeah, salted nuts. Um, I don't know. who else. Because, like, sometimes we see Andrew there, and that makes sense because Andrew is linked to a number of businesses. Yeah. Um, We never see Pete. Well, Al. To be fair, Al might be there. We have no idea what Al looks like. That's fair. There doesn't seem to be a lot of kids. Everyone is an adult. Gypsy's mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it could be. Um, right now at this meeting, it does seem like it is business owners only. Including well, until yes. and Taylor <laughs> wants to kill Bambi. And that feels like that needs to be a whole yeah. town well, decision. That's, that's why I think that this is like, it's a platform for business owners to discuss changes to their businesses mm-hmm. and, and to the town. <laughs> Jess is over there squeaking. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I put my hand down. The but I don't think there. it's exclusively for business owners. I think it is also to address town issues. That's why Taylor comes in mm. with the, our deer p- population is out of control and holds up a picture of his own garden. Mm-hmm. That is fully. It's always self-serving Fully fenced off at this point. I'm just thinking, Taylor, get taller fences. You well, and also, like, this wouldn't be a town yeah. issue. This would be a fish and wildlife or fish and game department. Which is why like, Kirk suggests a thing. controlled hunt. With, with wolves. wolves. <laughs> with wolves. <laughs> and then you have a wolf, ish- a wolf issue. Um, I love that he says plane accidents. Oh, like, my gosh. I think that's so mm-hmm. funny. Because it's, you know, someone says, like, oh, yeah, the deer that can, that can fly, you can kill those. Right? Isn't it Babette? Like, oh, yeah, you can stuff those ones. How are they causing plane accidents? Like, what is Taylor thinking? Reindeer. Reindeer. I have to assume they're, like, on, um, like, deer coming onto, like, airstrips or something. Aren't those all fully fenced off? I'm sure that there are probably, like... But that's the thing. I'm sure that there are, like, three incidences of rural airstrips where a deer happened to be on the strip at the same time a plane was taking off or landing <laughs> and they had to like abort and do it again i'm sure that that has happened like three so, times and that's where he's getting his I data really from like too is the cultural difference right i'm on the east coast connecticut's on the east coast you have too many deer you don't even think about killing them right the deer yeah, own I mean, the world. We just live here with them. Um, <laughs> but if we were in the middle of the country, that's a kind of a little bit of a different story. It would be a hunting thing or a controlled hunt. Um, Connecticut, not Midwest. so much. People, would you? I, live, I don't hunt. I don't hunt. I don't believe in it. Um, that's me, personally. Uh, <laughs> I do have to be very careful about hitting deer when I'm driving. I'm sure. That's because uh, deer yeah. are large, some mm. of them, most of them. They are large enough that if you hit one going fast, it's going to cause a lot of damage to your car, and possibly to you. To you. Mm-hmm. Or if one of them hits you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, my degree is in fish and wildlife, and I am super in favor of controlled hunting, culling, whatever, when it starts impacting the environment. And unfortunately, Taylor, somebody nibbling your garden <laughs> is not enough of an environmental impact for me to sign off on that. But Dean is there in a professional capacity, handing Taylor signage um, and stuff. Deer cause roughly $111,000 worth of damage if it hits a plane. 
Oof. Or maybe, well, it's a complaint. to complain. Here are the average repair costs for the plane after hitting the five animal species listed above deer, which they put the comma in a weird spot. So it's either 11,100 or 111,000. Either way, I think I was right. It According does happen. to the FAA Wildlife Strike Database from 1990 to 2014, 671 deer have been hit by planes. Okay. Well. Vindicated. <laughs> In case anybody was wondering if that was a thing. Miss Patty, much like we have to right now, Miss Patty moves it along because meeting adjourned this meeting needs to end nobody cares we're not doing a wolf hunt she adjourns it so fast that rory doesn't even get there in time to see (laughs) any walks in the back but i have to assume this went in on for a long time everybody was already snoozing rory walks in the back door uh lane is on her way out with a shopping bag full of pictures from her prom 300 like more including probably ba- every bite of the chicken piccata chicken yes piccata i have to say yeah based on this bag and like you see him sticking out of the top this is definitely way more than 300 pictures mm-hmm. she says keep them in order and i'm just like what order <laughs> <laughs> well i mean old cameras used to have the timestamp yes but based on how this bag is currently like has pictures oh yeah there's no out, order to yeah i feel like rory would have to sort them herself to have yeah. them in order and it's a very brief very brief kind of sad reminder that rory did not go to the prom but then all. she also approaches dean rory does um who is helping i guess tear down from the town meeting putting the chairs away and everything and don't worry rory, he's getting paid he's yep. the extra money yeah. uh rory comes in with the apology essentially of Hey, sorry, I freaked out. Here's your wedding gift. Can I give you some advice? A wedding gift that is uh, anything from this weird catalog that she yeah. has. Um, and she's bookmarked some things like mixing bowls, a blender, that kind of stuff, which is very yeah. sweet. And her uh, her wedding advice feels very commonplace now, but I almost wonder if it was I kind was of like that. revolutionary at that point. Like, Take candid photos. Don't give the ring to the ring bearer if he's under three. Um, yeah. And make sure your place has a deposit that's refundable, if anything. Mm-hmm. That kind yep. of got slipped in, but it is Rory's way of being like, mm-hmm. just in case you guys don't actually make it down the aisle, make sure it's refundable. I mean, yeah. Literally at the beginning of this mm-hmm. season, weren't we dealing with Probably, oh, yeah, Max and everything. Yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, last season, <laughs> last season, last season. I was like, what thought... happened this season? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Max Suki and Jackson definitely got married at one point. This is... Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I thought it was a very sweet moment of just, like extending an olive branch of kind of like, hey, sorry I freaked out about like your life, your situation. You do what you want to do, and I want to support you as a friend. So, the last time we saw them together, I said, like, wouldn't it have been awesome if that was their goodbye, right? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna... I thought about that when I watched yeah, this. I'm gonna correct comment. myself. I think this I wish would have been the this goodbye. Been Just a goodbye, Rory. Goodbye, Dean. It yep. would have been excellent. 
Mm-hmm. And great. I feel like they almost wanted to do that, um, but they didn't. So that well. it might have been the plan for the end of season three. Yeah, and then season four started. And like they couldn't get Let's enough do of Jared. other things. <laughs> they were like Jared stays. They're like Jared bulked up <laughs> over the summer, and we want yeah. him back. I do support that. Dean looks like a man. Like, he no longer looks like a teenager or a little boy. In this scene, they it looks like he has this, like, layered look on. And it seems like mm-hmm. a man trying to pretend to be a teenager. He does look like he's in, like, little boy yeah. cosplay. I, I thought his outfit was so real bad. It kind of makes me think, like, he, Dean is growing up, too, right? Like, it's not just Rory graduating. Dean also graduated mm-hmm. recently. Lane also graduated. We don't get to celebrate these characters Something that we kind of grew this up with. Mm-mm. Episode, I feel like all of the teens just look older than they did yeah. one or two episodes ago. Well, isn't there kind of like that feeling though? Like when you graduate high school and you look around and you realize, oh my gosh, we're all about to like be adults. Go yeah. out into the world and like stop living with our parents mm-hmm. a lot of us like all of a sudden you feel like an adult is gone but that was it that was all i wonder much well we move on to what i assume is the next day or maybe that night i don't know uh we're at the gilmore house though uh rory is trying on her dress for her graduation it looks like lorelei is making some last minute adjustments to it suki is there to help out and they're just kind of talking and the news of financial aid gets dropped Suki spills the beans spills the beans about the end Rory says something about being able to um, get started on the dragonfly so unfortunately financial aid did not come through they have no way to pay for Yale so grandpa's money has to go to Yale yeah and it honestly won't go that's very far that's what I was far. thinking too like uh, tuition costs more left over we don't know what's left over. We don't. Yeah. I almost feel like, so apparently, apparently the amount left after paying the the Chilton tuition is enough to buy the dragonfly. But, right? Laura, Rory yeah. says that later. Like, you have enough money to buy the dragonfly. I'm like, okay, so one, real estate was less expensive back then. And also, different parts of the country, real estate mm-hmm. goes up and down. But, like, let's say she had, let's say she spent, you know, $25,000 on mm-hmm. Chilton. And so she was left with 50000 a $5,000 deposit. Or, well, an assumed $5,000 yeah. deposit. Yeah. But, like, you know, let's say that she has 50000 Is that enough to buy an inn? That's enough, maybe... <sighs> For the down deposit, yeah. Down, yeah, down payment, when yeah. also combining with Suki. Yeah, true. We have to assume that Suki has some money so in the game. I did look it up. Uh, Yale, in 2003 to 2004, was 28400 for tuition and 8600 for room and board. So roughly $36,000. And then start adding in books. So they and would be able to get her through and... maybe her first year exactly, on grandpa's yeah. money if she's cautious. And that's like using every know. cent kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. God, 
I'm so glad I'm not in college anymore. It's so expensive. I would like to point out how much Rory says in this episode right now in this scene, we can scrimp. I am a master scrimper because we are going to have Mm -hmm. a thing about coupons later next season. Yeah. um, Coupons, depending on where you're from. Emily and I spoke (laughs) last week. We were like, even if the 75000 affected financial aid, you can still get loans. Banks will give mm-hmm. you loans. Yeah. They want that money well, back. And Rory does offer. But Lorelai doesn't. Yeah. No. Lorelai doesn't want her mm-hmm. to get loans. Which I mean. Good for her because then Rory would be in the middle of this whole financial aid student loan debt. Yeah. Yes. Fiasco that's currently yeah. happening. But I mean the thing is they would end up getting loans that's either what way. I was thinking. Right. Without the eventual mm-hmm. grandparent money. There is no way that Lorelai, even if she gets her job back, even if she opens the dragonfly, is going to be able to come up with another, you know, 40 grand. A year. A year. A year. Yeah. You you (laughs) have to do something. Like, the money's just not going to fall out of the sky. Lorelai even specifically says no scholarships. So other than that Kiwanis one. She got the Kiwanis 200, which I'm surprised Rory couldn't get any other academic we, 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 we discussed it. it does not make any sense okay. <laughs> um, but what we kind of get from this scene is that Lorelai is sacrificing the end for Rory and she does it mm-hmm. without even really thinking about it she does not want the end if Rory doesn't go to Yale right? so we, we can see that Lorelai is so heavily invested in Rory going to Yale and mm-hmm. you can see why in a couple seasons, why it's so heartbreaking for Lorelai when Rory stops going mm-hmm. to Yale. Um, yeah. Because we can see from the, the start, Lorelai cares more about that than anything else, including her mm-hmm. dream. Obviously, also Suki and Jackson's future is being directly impacted by mm-hmm. Lorelai's mm-hmm. decision yeah. here. And obviously Lorelai is going to prioritize Rory, but like Suki and Jackson just have to say, Okay, we get it. I mean, they can't do it on their own. If Lorelai can't do it, then no. it just doesn't happen. Oh, and I we oh. I forgot to mention, yeah. Suki is talking about how she has a job interview the next day. Yeah, because she needs to have an income. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. pregnant. She's got a baby on the way. Which yeah. I will say I am also surprised at the conversation at Suki's. They never mentioned the lack of income with a baby on the way. They they don't talk about Suki being pregnant, like, yeah. at all. Like, we found out she was pregnant. We had that one moment with Luke. And then the she, like... The most was when they were doing the nothing. champagne. She got apple juice instead. Yeah. But that's yep. it. And yeah. to be fair, Melissa doesn't even look pregnant. Like, they haven't even tried to make no. her seem a little bit pregnant or anything. I mean, how far along is she supposed to be at this point? <sighs> Five or six months? Four months? I don't Depending. know. Time, time is time is a black hole. Take a shot every time we say that. Can I also <laughs> say Suki looks phenomenal in this scene? Oh, like, she looks I love great. Her the hair in a ponytail. Oh, yeah. We do get on to the next morning. Uh, some time between the dress fitting last night and the financial aid discussion, and sometime this morning, the living room has been overrun by Europe packing. And yeah. They are, I mean, like, this trip is yes. imminent. They are actively packing everything. Rory's like, what do you think of this black sweater? I'm like, is it perfect? It's black. It'll, 
hide wrinkles and you can it'll mm, hide dirt. Too heavy. She's like, it's too heavy. And then oh the my book gosh, for toothpaste cannot... debate, like trade. <sighs> I am not. I am not a hiker. I am not a backpacker. I'm I'm not much of an outdoors woman. But I do know people who are backpackers, and the idea of bringing more than one or two books, like, it's a real thing that people who backpack will, like, tear the pages they read out of their books and burn them to drop weight. I, I don't understand their logic. Any of the logic and what goes into these backpacks. <laughs> Lorelai trades a tube of toothpaste for three books out of Rory's bag. <laughs> Shouldn't we be doing, like, weight equivalencies here? Well, how many boots Five are Lorelai bringing? <laughs> it just, it's it's very apparent. And, like, it makes it even wilder that in the reboot, they have her go all yeah. wild. Yeah. And, like, backpack, backpack. I mean, so either way, I'm, it's very silly. It's very I'm unrealistic. currently packing up to move the out of the country right and um first off i'm pretty sure they have more clothes than i do um yep. but <laughs> secondly i'm leaving all my books here guys i'm not taking a single book with me that is so much weight Aww. and then you think mm-hmm. like you're yeah. gonna be carrying that Oof. constantly all over the place yeah also no thank you i hate to say it you can buy toothpaste in France or in England or wherever you're going. Right? That's you don't true. need to have it with you. <laughs> also, that means they have to be checking their well, bag if she's bringing full well, tubes Well, with how toothpaste. big these bags are, they, they're not going to fit in an overhead bin as a carry-on. They're going to have to true. be checked. None of it makes true. sense. But we do move on to the Gilmore Mansion. Uh, Emily and Richard are getting ready for the graduation ceremony. Uh, the dress that Emily picked out with Missaline, I guess it's more of a suit, looks amazing on her. Yeah. It is blue. It does. It does. It's very wintry, though. It's very, like, if Elsa had to go to, like, right? a TED Talk. I think she looks great in it. <laughs> she, But I do agree. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Rory shows up, and she has a proposition. So she gives them the option of, hey, here's what's going on. Yale needs to be paid for. I will reinstate Friday night dinners, I will get a part-time job, and I will start paying you back with increasing my payments with my income after I graduate. And these two grandparents look thrilled. They got her back. Mm-hmm. She's back in the house. Mm-hmm. And Richard Richard puts some stipulations on it. Emily is so offended for like half a second. <laughs> yeah, she's like, excuse me? Excuse me? <laughs> Richard? <laughs> um... Yes, but these are nice are. stipulations. Five Probably. years, Richard. Five loves years. Her. She does not have to start paying back for five years. No interest. Seven if she goes for her masters. But she should have. Mm-hmm. But that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I love this scene. Um, I love how Emily her face lights up. Mm-hmm. Right as soon as the yeah. Friday night dinners are mentioned, it's like, oof. but like. Also, that Richard um, repeats the "you need money" because it's it's yep. just a callback to the pilot. Rory is Lorelai mm-hmm. here, yeah, and so was Lorelai. Or I, I guess it would have been the second episode. Lorelai sewing up um, or doing a fitting on the Chilton uniform. Yeah, 
Yeah. We have a couple of throwbacks in this episode. Things are coming full I circle. I will say I don't fully understand Richard saying you run a hard bargain. Like, she came in knowing. <laughs> he's being I think sweet. He's, yeah, he's he being is sweet. being very yeah. sweet. But they also are like, does your mom know? No. This is my nope, thing. No, this is my thing. Yep. And Rory's an so, adult now. Treat her like mm-hmm. one kind of thing. I love it. Mm-hmm. I I feel like Rory probably should have pushed the, no, this is my thing. Mom, as far as I know, will not be coming to dinner. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> she leaves. And then the grandparents look so happy with themselves. So happy. Just excited in general. Rory is back. Like $50,000? Not a thing to them. Nope. They're like, try to check. Oh, yeah. that means my daughter's going to come every well. <laughs> uh, Friday again. Great. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we learn more and more about their finances, honestly, over the seasons. Hundreds of thousands of dollars don't mean a thing to them. Very jealous. These people are honestly really real jealous. rich. Um, <laughs> but Richard also offered her a job. It was kind of like just a playful, like, hey... Your business mine. You should come work for me when you're done. Um, that could have been another opportunity for Rory. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of opportunities that Rory could have <laughs> pursued. We're but not- we're not there yet. She's still... She's still good. She hasn't even graduated <laughs> yep. yet. But we do get to Chilton. Uh, the ceremony is getting ready to start. Uh, you have Lorelai and Suki are looking for seats for everybody. And has to the figure boys. out how many they... <laughs> how many they need jackson and luke are i i don't know about you guys but i don't know very very many men who would walk into an old building and just start talking about insurance deductibles it feels (laughs) very like 90s stereotype this is man this is woman uh i mean i feel like i'm more likely to admire the architecture of an old building than my fiance is i'm like and not just because of the people we I are. I definitely you know? admire the architecture. I wouldn't start talking about like insurance premiums or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, maybe because Luke is like a landlord yeah. now. Yeah. I don't know. A bi- a building. So owner. let's take uh, count real quick. It's Suki. It's Lorelai. It's mm-hmm. Luke. It's Jackson. The grandparents are. Is is someone missing, guys? Well, don't forget, you know, Pricklepuss and Sourpuss. Yeah, the grandparents. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're coming. <laughs> yeah. Someone's missing, right? Things. No Christopher? I mean, we have two, three kind of great paternal stand-ins, but no actual father. Oh. Because he's off being somebody else's well, dad Well, I think now. she said he's traveling. Yeah, he's out of town. Implied yes. for... I, I always took it he is on a work trip. You have to assume so. I mean, like, think about how much of a fuss Chris has made over the last putting on the big show for Sherry, showing that he's such a great dad. Yeah, remember what what weird thing was it that they came to Chilton to see Uh, the Uh, debate, debate, yeah, debate or something? Yeah, he came to see the debate, but not her graduation. Well, to be fair, wasn't he already going to be in the area or something? that yeah he's he yeah, only comes when he's but... convenient or when he can like when it's not inconvenient to come so sherry's probably on a work trip and he can't like well they he does have the newborn at home now either way 
I mean, either way, Chris no. is not here, and that's fine. Like, nobody is sad about that. It doesn't seem like Rory is like, you Rory know. Rory doesn't even mention looking, it. Looking no. for him in the crowd. Yeah, no, it's not a Rory's, thing at all. The only person that Rory um, is sad about not being there is not even mentioned, really. Like, it's just in the mm-hmm. background. Yeah. Everything is subtext in this episode. Mm-hmm. But we do get to see um, yeah. other people who are here Yay. for the graduation, including Nanny and her kids or grandkids, which is so sweet. I love that Paris has people who are here to right? support her because we don't hear anything about her I parents. I assume nope, they're not coming. there. I assume it's just Nanny and, and the she kids. knows yeah. all the kids and she makes little jokes with them um, in Portuguese. She says, like, you look just like Antonio Banderas now. Right to like the older kid and yeah. everything. It's so sweet. Well, and she's and she speaks Portuguese too. Mm-hmm. Like she speaks them in their language. Yeah. It's yeah. actual it Portuguese actual this Portuguese. time. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, I love that. But Lorelai also gets a message on her beeper, and I'm like, "Girl, we're still doing beepers in 2003." She has a cell phone and a beeper. You know, sometimes you yeah, need I both. Don't, I don't know. I assume it was Rory, right? I mean, maybe it was... Yeah, it was Rory. Yes. Because it was Rory saying, hey, come back yeah. to see me. And that's when she goes and she wants to say, oh, you're the valedictorian. Ooh. Oh, my daughter's the valedictorian to the everybody. The valedictorian's mom is who I am. <laughs> but it's because Rory has some big news that she wants to share with Lorelai. Yep. And it cannot wait. Yale is taken care of. Go by the inn. Use so Grandpa's win, money to win, go by win. the inn. Yes. No strings. Those are strings. I just have to do Friday night dinner and pay him back five years after the fact. Yeah, those are strings. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess. Very. I guess to Rory, it doesn't feel like strings. Because she likes them. Right? Because Rory. Rory is like, I want to spend time with my grandparents. I want to pay the money back. Just like Lorelai wanted to pay the money back. To her, it doesn't feel like an obligation where Lorelai feels the weight of any obligation to her parents constantly it is an oppressive for Rory, thing at this point it's just going back to the norm it, yeah. except the financial yeah. obligation is on her instead of lorelei this time i do gotta say though high school it's already hard enough missing fridays but now college as well yeah i was thinking Ooh. about that too that's a lot to put on like honestly like almost any other week i right? don't would be disagree, fine. but at the same time, and we don't necessarily see it happen, but I bet it happens at least once a month. I bet Rory is calling and saying, Hey, I have a huge test I need to study for. Yeah, I think like, we do see that can, a, a couple times where and, it's just Lorelai because it's for school. Mm-hmm. I think they mm-hmm. are, they're okay with it. They, they let her out yeah. specifically for school obligations. So I don't know about you guys, but our uh, my college was Monday to Thursday, and then most people didn't have Friday classes. Oh, we had we had classes oh, yeah. every day. Um, our Thursdays were... Saturday classes. I think there were even sometimes yeah. weekend things. It's not that there weren't classes, it's just that not many people did. Um, and our Thursdays were called Thirsty Thursdays. Oh, yeah. Thirsty Thursday That's is a thing everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> um, and so, like, I'm yeah. just thinking, like, Rory partying on a thursday and then going on friday to see her grandparents very chill very wholesome i mean you gotta do it 
Don't judge me for waking up hungover yeah. on a Saturday, on a Friday morning, <laughs> yeah, and right? taking a shower to, and like, man, I hope I don't just reek of all the booze I drank last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Lorelai is uh, not super excited about this arrangement. This is not something that she wanted, obviously, but she doesn't have a choice. Rory made this decision it's for done. herself, and it means that she gets to go by the mm-hmm. inn. Yeah, and she gets to tell the news to Suki. Who proceeds to stand up and smack everybody around her in the face as she tries to I crawl out. I hate this so much because she's at the end of the the row and she could go the other way. The other way. But then she would have to at at this point Emily and Richard have joined them. There is a seat between yes. Lorelai and Emily at first. Um, but then she but then Suki would have had to climb over Emily and Richard. Which, I mean, I guess if you're choosing climb over, you know, your husband and your friend and two randoms versus Emily and Richard like, Gilmore's, <laughs> I guess I, 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 would, I would make the same choice. Yeah. And honestly, like the drama with the Gilmore's sitting separately and then putting a seat in between Emily and Lorelai, like it. Takes me back to last episode where Rory's like, "You're being stupid. Stop Ooh, beating yeah. the dead horse, Emily. Good lord, get over it." That's a good point. There was no fallout from that. Emily because is not Rory like was no. right. Very true, but she still told her grandmother she's being stupid. Um, and I know my grandmother would have yeah. held that over me for life. Oh yeah, I no. would not have gotten away with that. <laughs> well, so I mean, the potential fallout. Rory leaves. Before Emily can say anything, because she's just so sh- so shocked by what happens, um, and then we're at the graduation ceremony. Yeah, you kind of so, like just have you to really leave let it. Sh- you can't you can't. And we're at the graduation ceremony, and she just made a great deal to get Rory back in the house. That's right. So, like there wasn't time for there for there to be a fallout. I guess. Like I said, yeah. my grandmother would never. She would have held that over my head Your for the grandma life. grandma would have, like, chased you out of the house yeah. with a wooden spoon. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mine might have. But, guys, the ceremony has started. The kids are sitting. Suki is a menace. A menace. And Charleston is speaking. Welcome to the graduating class ceremony of 2003. Paris air quotes the Pledge of Allegiance, which honestly vibe mood. Charleston says our Paris Geller, our cl- vice president, or yeah, student body president that I can't talk, um, is going to lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance, and then we cut over to Paris explaining the whole thing with the air quotes, and I just can't help thinking the entire time Charleston would be up there, Paris. Yeah. Come on. There's a lot of moments during this entire <laughs> ceremony where, like, it doesn't make sense that we're going to the audience and hearing them talk for a minute and a half and no one speaking yeah. on stage. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, that, it's This TV. is very TV. True TV magic this mm-hmm. time. <laughs> yeah. You have to assume all these things are happening at the same time, but you can't see them all at the same time. And So as yeah. Paris does her air quoting of the Pledge of Allegiance... Later on, we get Brad giving a speech, also Which, singing why? a song. Why? Like, what is Brad's role that he gets called on stage? Why is Brad? Because I love the it. The only other reason is he's a salutatorian. Salutatorian. That's it. Salute. Yeah, salutatorian. 
shouldn't that be Paris? I would assume that it would be Paris. Like, Paris would have been secondary. You know, maybe Brad represents, like, the drama club or some other group that gets to do some kind of speech. I am not here for the Brad slander. If he wants to sing a song, he can do it. And we'll talk about the song (laughs) next week. So, yeah. Oh, good. Maybe Brad approached Charleston or whoever was planning the graduation was like, I have a speech and I want to sing a song. And I was Can on I Broadway. Have a spot? <laughs> and exactly. And I was or on maybe Broadway. Maybe he was selected yeah. by his peers. Oh yeah, student you speaker know? maybe. I I got yeah. my student speaker at my little boot camp graduation. Aww. Like Aww. y'all are crazy. <laughs> but of course, we get the big speech. Rory gives a heartbreaking, but in a good way, speech that makes everyone cry. Blubber. Including, including Luke. Luke. Everybody who is not part of this group is just sitting there with, like, the most deadpan expressions. Yes. Like, there's a man behind Lorelai who's just, like, glaring. Yeah, because you're valedictorian who's supposed to be talking about, like, graduation and your upcoming challenges and this entire class that's together just gave a five-minute I mean, speech about her personal life and who helped okay, her. Okay, but... It does seem like there's yes, more speech. It does, yes. Right? Because she continues yes. and we don't but hear also, it. At my graduation, the valedictorian spent half of it addressing the class and then half of it thanking her people. Oh, mine so, didn't. So, like, I'm, yeah. I, I never thought this was out of place until I saw the Reddit where people are like, this is too personal. Yeah. Oh, no. I've been thinking this for years. Yeah. <laughs> Our valedictorian... I think essentially had a kind of similar speech because our valedictorian was not only our valedictorian, and we had like multiple valedictorians and wow. multiple salutatorians. Awesome. It was a whole thing. Um, but she had never missed a day That's of ridiculous. school from kindergarten That's through 12th grade. This was like the most, and she was so nice. She was like a really cool person. Um, How many, like, she's at one point our English teacher mixed us up because her name was also Jessica um, and thought that I was dating her boyfriend. (laughs) It's a really funny thing. Um, I was certainly not her. But no, she had, like, never missed a day of school. She had a perfect grade point average. She was the, like, student body president. She was Mm -hmm. everything. So it makes sense for her to thank her family and the people who literally allowed her to like get to school every single day and supported her in her crazy you know academic pursuits yeah so i get Um, it too and i'll be the weird one out here then (laughs) the same thing at my graduation um, (laughs) but it seems like lots of valedictorian spent half of it she did address the students it's not like she just spent the entire time but she did and then um my best friend was say the word again salutatorian that's it uh salutatorian um and she gave a speech as well and like she thanked her mother um her mother is an immigrant immigrant and like a single mom and everything and she spent a decent time like thanking her mom so i don't know i just i've never but i get it too i think it would make more sense for that to be well it's it's either way it might make more sense for it to be at the end of the speech Right? Like, you make your big rousing speech, and then, like, I want to finish by thanking the people who Mm -hmm. brought me Mm -hmm. to where I am. But then, also, if you want to, like, end with a big punch to get all the graduates psyched, 
then you need to start yeah. with, I yeah. want to thank my family. So then at the end, you can be like, go Wildcats <laughs> or whatever Well, either you way, <laughs> this speech makes me cry every time I watch it. It's it so does, sweet. Yes. It's really sweet. Um, she thanks Lorelai. She thanks her grandparents. Mostly Lorelai, let's be honest. It, the speech is about mm-hmm. Lorelai. Yeah. Well, she calls her, her grandparents, like, the, her mm-hmm. two pillars. Yeah. Um, which is nice for people who entered your right. life two years ago. And But given a lot of financial support, at the very least. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, absolutely. But Rory graduates, and so does Paris. We find out Paris's middle name is uh, Eustace. We also find out Rory's middle name is Lee. I love that Paris gets up on stage and gets to the headmaster and no hard feelings. Yeah. And headmaster Charles <laughs> is just like, okay, okay. <laughs> next. I really didn't have a relationship with my high school oh, principal. Yeah, I didn't but there were definitely people who did, who were like, you know, saying mm-hmm. things to the principal as they shook her hand or if they hugged her or whatever. And I was just like... Thank you. Yeah, that's uh, all I did. Was just we thanks. had four principals because uh, oh wow, each oh. principal we had like vice. No, they were all principals, and then we had vice principals. So we had four principals and then four vice principals, um, and each one oh headed a different department. So disciplinary uh, record, whatever. Yeah. Oh, private school. Okay, sorry. I was like, <laughs> how does that work? Private school um, without that So <laughs> one of the principals I was really close with, and we joked around all the time, and he was the disciplinary principal, right? So people hated him because oh, no. he's the one who gave out mm-hmm. detentions. I never got detentions, so we were cool. So he was the one giving out the diplomas. So a lot of people were upset that he was the one giving out the diplomas because mm. they didn't like him. I was fine with it. He was also 6'4". Yeah. So oh, just geez. imagine this towering he's man. Yeah. So he's, he's the same size as Dean, height-wise. Yeah, but skinny. How six, tall four, is Dean? Four. Is Dean... <gasps> same height as my fiancé? You have a lot of tall men. <laughs> no. Get it out there. My fiancé's <laughs> really tall. Don't mind me. I know Jerry Padalecki's height off, right off the top of my head. Hey, Supernatural will do that for you. But anyways, <laughs> uh, we got two dreams realizing at once, guys. Rory officially graduates... And Suki and Lorelai got the end. They get the end. Yay. Very sweet. We have another moment of, Luke, give me a pen. Stop assuming that I carry (laughs) pens everywhere. He hasn't had a pen either time that she's Maybe this show is why, but I also go out of my way to make sure I have a pen with me at all times. Oh, yeah. I've always got, like, a pen, like, either in my car or in my purse because you never know when you're going to need one. Because we grew up before cell phones and just whipping your phone (laughs) out and taking a note wasn't a thing at the time. After the ceremony, we have the recent grads just milling around with their families, taking the pictures, saying goodbye. Mm -hmm. And Rory meets up with her parents, quote unquote, Lorelai and Luke. Because it looks like they're married. That's what it looks like. It looks it so really good. Does. Honestly, the three of them together, I'm I like, wish, perfect. Family unit. I just unit. so wish they Check. took, like, the mother-father-child graduation right. picture. Right. Because, like, I know he's not her dad, but, like, would have been so cute. And he's so sweet with Maybe her. Maybe they did. Yeah. They have, like, a nice hug. He openly yeah. cried. I love it. He was like, I'm blubbering. <laughs> you guys are freaks. <laughs> 
No. He says, the building is amazing, and so mm-hmm. are you. It's so sweet. Um, and he's about to leave, but Lorelai and him kind of have a conversation beforehand, and he admits that the cruise is no longer happening. And Lorelai is mm-hmm. just like, oh, crap, was it because of what I said? Don't take it to heart. And Luke tells her no, but also she's not kind wrong. Of. Because the cruise would be a commitment. But is that so bad? Or is it okay? You know, considering everything. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is where it's like, okay, everybody can have their own subtext for this. But to me, it reads as Luke being like, considering that you and I are constantly almost becoming Mm -hmm. something, should I commit to this other woman? But Lorelai's response really I feels you like a friend. You should go. Go on yeah. your cruise. Yeah. She thinks he's being silly. This place to me as Luke really loves Lorelai. Or in the back of her, his head, she's the, the stand He's trying in. to keep that door open. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Lorelai has that door shut. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm like, she's done the... Chris, Max, no Max, Alex, kind Goodbye, of Alex. Max, <laughs> and then Max being like, no, she's kind of in a weird she place was... romantically. I can understand her not wanting to think about that yeah. right now. Plus, as far as she as far as she knows, Luke and Nicole are in a good spot, and I think it's just Lorelai trying to be a good friend of, like, you wanted to do this with the woman that you're with who supposedly you're in love with or maybe close to in love with but you you guys are in a good spot i don't want to be the one that would stand in the way of that because unintentionally she already kind of did because of luke's like first date rants Mm -hmm. um so -hmm. i think she's just trying to go out of her way to be like hey you're happy with her you guys have this big trip planned go have fun don't let me get in your way or in your head this Mm -hmm. plays to me a little bit of luke trying to admit that there's something in the background without admitting it? I think that Luke does this mm-hmm. a number of times throughout the and series. And Lorelai just glosses over it kind of every time. Yeah. yeah. It's very much like they play as right person, wrong mm-hmm. time. Yeah. You yeah. know? Which is a very frustrating trope to watch. Especially with how early the whole Luke Lorelai yeah. started. Like, oh, Season one was heavy with right it. away, very heavy, and then yeah. it kind of faded with season with Max, closer to yeah. the end of the season. And season two, it, it faded mm-hmm. even more, but it's starting to come back. Mm-hmm. Honestly, any time that Lorelai doesn't have a a specific love interest, unless that love interest is mm-hmm. Chris, we kind of forget about mm-hmm. the Luke mm-hmm. Lorelai thing briefly. Yeah. But after that conversation, we get another pair coming together. This time, Paris and Rory. Who are saying their goodbyes with a hug and a, I kind of hated you. 
I think it was I really hated you. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think Paris has chosen Yale at this point? I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, think I don't so. think so. So I doubt an Ivy League is going to be like, yeah, you can. You have two months to tell us before. You, I was you know thinking I mean? that. Um, but you know, TV, whatever. I feel like there'd be like a hard end of April deadline. We also get a very clear explanation of the the progress that it took for Paris to choose Yale in the That's next fair. season. Like, I'm pretty sure there is a discussion where it's like, what are you doing here? And she explained why she ended up I also Yale. feel like I remember there being strings pulled as well by her parents with a big donation. Oh, but don't totally. worry, guys, because that's going to be yeah. our next episode that we're filming in five months. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but as soon as Paris leaves, uh, the Gilmore family is left. So the grandparents, Lorelai and Rory, and the grandparents have a present. And this present does not fit in an envelope, but does have a bow. Like so many of the cars in the parking lot also have a bow. This is a really great visual yeah. gag. Like this is just a really funny it moment. Is. I always think about it. Like and the Prius, we don't see the Prius in this it's episode. There. It's got a gold bow on it. Is it the blue one? I figured it's the one that's not it's a sports the, car. It's the light blue Prius, um, which she has for the rest of the series. Not including the um, revival, I don't think. Dang. I see a right? Hummer in There's the background. There is a Hummer. There is a Mini Cooper. Um, I think that might be a Corvette next to the Prius. Possibly a Camaro. I think it might be a Camaro. Do you I can't think tell they the were just like, the go rent the most expensive car they have at the dealership and we'll just bring it? No, because some of these is like a Nissan and. What do we have I, around I the lot? Like pull in the cars from other no, TV I think shows they just right pulled, now. Hey, everybody, if you're on set, go grab your car, pull it into this parking lot. We're going to wash <laughs> it and stick a bow on it. Um, yeah, it's very touching. Uh speaking of which Emily and Richard are deeply touched by Rory mentioning them and it kind of seems like Emily's uh, ice has melted a little bit and finally she's letting go of that bitterness and wishes them both a great time in Europe and I'll see you Friday when you, you guys come back both of you yep Lorelai has to go Lorelai right. called it well, I mean, Lorelai could not go. She could, it just she I think everybody knows she's going to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rory's not going to live with her anymore. This is her opportunity to see Rory. She's going to mm -hmm. take it. But guys, all of a sudden, Rory gets a phone call. And supposedly she's been getting phone calls throughout this couple weeks or this mm -hmm. episode or something. And no one on the other line or hanging up. I wish we would have seen that uh, rather than yeah. just being told it, but it does happen. And Rory excused herself after the second phone call because she knows who it is. Mm -hmm. It's her ex-boyfriend. It's Jess. It's Jess pulling yeah. the lane. And uh, Jess refuses to talk, but that's okay because Rory will. She tells him off about not confiding in her, about leaving her with no warning. 
about prom, about graduation, no goodbye. His dad. And Rory's done. She's done waiting and hurting. You know, all those times that she was like, I don't want to be that girl. She's done with that. She has big things coming. She has Yale. uh, She has Europe. And she's not going to pine. She might have loved him. Or she could have loved him. I forget the... I think I loved you. I think I loved you. I think I loved you. But she needs to just let it go. And when she gets no response, it breaks my heart. It does. Because it also breaks hers. I mean, how do you respond Fair. to that, though? Like, imagine being on the other side of the phone. Because, like, besides, wait, I screwed up. I'm coming back right now. And I'm never going to do anything like that again. There's really nothing that you can I'm say. Sorry? I mean, that. even that. Rory right? basically like, just said, me and you are done forever. And that's fine, because I'm moving on from you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Do you guys think Lorelai knows who it is that's calling? Because she doesn't really say anything as, like, Rory walks away to take it privately. I think, and I yeah, think, she kind of has an idea. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like if Lorelai didn't at least suspect, she would have just followed Rory. Be like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Well, Rory says goodbye, and we do get a scene... In California, of Jess hanging up the phone. Uh, not in a leather jacket. Not in a leather still jacket. Still in black. A full black. Oh, full, we discussed sleeved black button up. So much about how hot it is in California to be wearing a leather jacket on the beach in Venice. Like, whatever. Right. He's insane. Yeah. Um. Goodbye, Jess. Uh, it's been nice knowing we'll you. See we'll you in see a bit. you in a bit, but never again for a long time. Um, Lorelai comes over to find Rory pulling her in a different way and she's like, I want to show you something or I want to do something over here. I want to go a different, mm-hmm. yeah. I want to go out a different way. And they yeah. go to Luke's. Lorelai does. Rory stays in the car and Lorelai just kind of walks in. Um, she goes up to Luke and she just tells him straight up, don't get engaged. And then she walks out. And then Luke wakes up. Oh. <laughs> this was a dream. When is this happening? I, because we did a we time just jump. saw Luke. Like and it's I'm a, I'm assuming it's dark outside. Like I know Luke left yeah. before everybody else did. Yeah, but, but he was still driving. Not long yeah. enough to drive <laughs> to Starf's Hollow and fall asleep. Yeah, there was like a time jump, a dream sequence. And then we backed up. They were really pulling um, out all the stops. As I told you before, this was the promo. So I think, you know, they were just trying to get people to watch. And they kind of shoot hoarded in a little bit. Um, but yeah. meanwhile, in the real world, Lorelai and Rory hours are, before this yeah, are still very much a Chilton. <laughs> um, and now they're in front of that iconic staircase that we saw Paris, Madeline, Louise be that's like me. That's all girls. I can think of. Yeah. That's all I can think of every time mm-hmm. I see the suitcase. The, the suitcase. The staircase, the staircase. is that scene. <laughs> I always think of um, Rory and Lorelai fighting oh, yeah. loudly oh, on the staircase too. during like the time Lorelai came to school. I just like, God, so embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Lorelai is a touch embarrassing right now. Uh, she wants to potentially carve their initials in the wall, the Something. floor, 
the banister, she, the scones. No, everything. She pulls is, out a safety oh, pin. Yeah. Yeah, everything is extremely yeah. historic. Don't do that. Like, obviously, Chilton is a fake school, but the number of important people who have left their mark on this fake school, oh, Thomas, yeah, Thomas Edison, Edison. I it was Jefferson. <laughs> lit the first sconce. Like, get out of here. <laughs> Robert Frost donated the banister. Uh, yeah. Can't put your name nope. on that one. Eventually, the madness passes. Suki comes over to, like, tell them, let's go. Hey, guys. And, um... Because there's going to be a party. Yeah. And the girls start to leave, but... Guys, this is Rory's last time as a student in Chilton. And just look around for a second. And then Lorelai says, it's not so scary anymore. And it's so sweet. Of all the scenes that make me cry in this episode, because let's be fair, there's three. Yeah. The graduation speech, the mm-hmm. Jess call, and this. Mm-hmm. This one hits me the hardest. Yeah, it's so nostalgic. Yeah. When Sean and I sold our house, like, a year and a half ago, and, like, I'm standing in the living room, and everything is empty, and there's nothing there, and Sean's like, what's wrong? And I was like, we got married in this house. We had our first kid in this house. Like, there's... Mm -hmm. It's a lot to say to goodbye to, and I know, like, Rory obviously doesn't have those steps, but for, like, this point in her life, that's a big thing. Yeah. You're saying goodbye i think that lorelei is one of my favorite like recurring lorelei traits is that she's really great at stopping other people and having them slow down and appreciate Mm -hmm. the moment yeah you know she did that for suki with the wedding she's doing this for for rory now again in like and honestly i feel like yale (laughs) yeah but i feel like like this is obviously kind of stretching here but for me it's it's Lorelai missed out did, on a lot yeah. in her life. Mm-hmm. She had to speed run adulting. And I love that she takes it upon herself to slow down other people so they don't miss out on the opportunities that mm-hmm. she missed out yeah. on. And I just, it's so beautiful. It's so sweet. It's a really great. <sighs> you can't think of words when you're pregnant. <laughs> um. Oh, you don't have to be pregnant to not think of words. Trust me. But that's that's a really sweet, like, perspective. That's a really great perspective on that. And I agree. But think about, you know, little Rory, who was so scared to go into Chilton on the first day that she made her mom get out in those Daisy Dukes. Yeah. And go in to see the headmaster. Like, completely different girl. Do you think if Rory knew that Emily was in there, that she would have made Lorelai get out? I mean, at that point, Emily was still yeah, kind of they, unknown. They weren't really close. But now they are. And, you know, this episode is not filled with a lot of uh, forward plot, right? There's nothing that is... It's a lot of wrap-up. Yeah. A lot exactly. of endings. Uh, Chilton has ended. Jess has ended. And... But there's some no, new... Don't worry, though. The grandparents though. have not ended. Exactly. And Yale is beginning. Yeah supposedly paris has ended maybe yeah supposedly yeah. madeline louise kind of too also like the implication that rory is ready to move on from jess mm-hmm. opens her up to new romantic possibilities so we're definitely gonna get new romantic possibilities yep. we're done mm-hmm. with the old ones and we're definitely getting them <laughs> in a healthy and wholesome way 
But yeah, this is the season three finale. I loved uh, season three. I am a little sad that um, Jess is not as a good boyfriend as I remember him being. Yeah. Um, I don't know. In my head, when I was a kid, I was just like, Jess was the best. Like, the sarcasm, the Mm -hmm. mysterious, the nature is so attractive. And then you grow up and you're like, wow, he was just kind of shitty. Because as a teenager, you don't really notice how shitty that behavior actually is. And then you grow up and you've dealt with it as an adult. You're like, wow, you suck. Yeah. I mean, I would have to say, you know, I've always called myself Team Jess, but, like, upon a rewatch, I really don't think I can be Team Jess anymore. I'm in the same boat. I'm like, Team Jess is the hottest. <laughs> Team Jess is definitely have, the hottest, but not I Team Jess for Rory. Team Jess, so, yeah. I, I will be, I am Team uh, Personal Growth Jess. Yes, same. When yes. we end the series mm-hmm. in 800 years, mm-hmm. um... Jess, at that point, is a great person and I would think a good partner. Not that we ever yes. see it, but yeah. that that is the Jess. I am I am team of. Wistful Jess looking through the, the window at Rory is perfect. I mean, but anyways, let's finish off this episode. Guys, who's the town's person of the week? La 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 like it can only really be one person but i want to hear you guys emily oh yeah emily emily's the <laughs> no. best person in here because she matched her outfit to the mm, prius that it, was yep, good thinking yep. <laughs> we kind of we gave it to rory last week just so you know jess mm-hmm. um oh yeah oh because she was graduating because like she did all these things i don't even remember anywhere it's been three days and Everything is gone. Um, I remember thinking Lorelai was problematic, but I honest to God don't remember. It's <laughs> gone completely. It's just gone. Um, but yeah, Jess, who do you think? <laughs> I mean, I think for me it's kind of a a toss-up between mm-hmm. Lorelai and Rory. Um, obviously this is a huge episode for Rory, right? Like in terms of personal growth and the ending of things, but also it's a pretty big episode for Lorelai in terms of, like, putting Mm -hmm. Rory first Mm -hmm. and, like, putting her own hopes and dreams on the back burner because she's being super mom. Um, I'm curious, Sandra, who is your, like, standout? I think it has to be Lorelai. I know Rory is graduating. Yeah. And, like, I'm very proud of her and I'm... Mm -hmm. But we kind of gave it to her last week for that. Um, But, like, Lorelai self-sacrificed her dream for her daughter and she's so Mm -hmm. much in like she would put her whole entire life on hold for her and she deserved the five minute recognition speech but what about you emily who do you think i agree with lorelei actually okay all right then lorelei congratulations you're the season finale townsperson of the week so we we finished season three on a rory and then a lorelei townsperson mm-hmm. of the week we did yeah our girls can only go up from here right right yeah right guys yeah definitely yeah honestly i'm just excited to get some fresh blood in here you know like i'm we need some new characters mm-hmm. i'm tired of the chilton uniforms 
You know, like I want let's some see fashion. some new people. I want to see Rory's fashion. Uh, fashion sense because like all we all got yes. in from Rory is like striped shirts. I want to see mm-hmm. what Rory does mm-hmm. with her life. Yep. Oh, and she, <laughs> she does things. But yes, we'll we get to that next season. As always, though, I was Sandra. And I was Emily. And I was Jess. Uh, and we will see you next week with Bye. the bits. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Town Meeting, a Gilmore Girls Rewatch podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do so on Instagram or Twitter at townmeetingpod. Or if you'd like to send us an email, send it to townmeetingpod at gmail.com. And if you'd like to toss us a couple bucks and support the podcast, find us on buymeacoffee.com slash townmeeting.